0: This is Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, episode 63 for the week of May 25th, 2020. Hello from Lincoln Public Schools, I'm Brian Fitzgerald.
1: And I'm Jason Keyes. Welcome to Stories from Lincoln Public Schools, our podcast that gives you an inside look at the people, activities, and programs that make LPS the amazing place it is, even when that place can't be inside our schools and facilities. This week we'll hear an interview with Lincoln High Principal Mark Larson, I had a chance to talk to Mark about what the last two months have been like as principal of the largest high school in Lincoln. We talked about those first days when COVID-19 reached Lincoln, the challenges of remote learning, potential silver linings from all of this, Zoom meetings, of course, and the future of his quarantine beard. First, let's see what's making news on LPS.org. We talked recently about the Baby Chick Science Unit for third graders and how it's an LPS tradition. The same can certainly be said about fourth graders visiting the Heritage School in Pioneers Park. Well, because of the school closure, there were going to be hundreds of kids who were going to miss out on this experience. Luckily, the Heritage School teacher had the idea to turn the in-person visit into an online experience. She even built a scaled-down replica of the one-room schoolhouse in her own home. And this is just one of those great examples of... Um, teachers over the last couple months and and, everybody, and so many people in the district just going above and beyond to try to, you know, bring something normal uh, back to the students.
0: Heritage School is certainly one of those things that students, uh, you know, when they're graduating and even later in life are like, oh, I remember when I went there, mm-hmm. um, I didn't even go to Lincoln Public Schools. I was uh, in elementary school out at Eagle, and we went to Heritage School when it was at the state fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, decorating my bucket and, uh, you know, attending school in that building. It's just one of those fantastic uh, experiences. And for Students to, to miss that would have been awful. So to be able to get some, you know, not just getting that experience, but a special experience. You know, maybe those same kids later will be like, oh yeah, we got to go to it when it was the in quarantine, and right. you know, we got to uh, experience that that teacher doing it online. So yeah, and I hope that it was. Uh, yeah.
1: She didn't. Uh, she didn't even do it recorded. She would do it live, live, se- live half hour sessions with with classes, and I guess she did um, almost 30 of them. So. <laughs> Wow, I know. that's
0: amazing. Hey, if you uh, click on our news page, you can find a story and video also about the school psychologists and all the work that they have done this year to help students and families, uh, especially over the last couple months and throughout the year. So uh, they've been hard at work during this time. And
1: you can find all of our coverage of the last week of school and Sunday night's community salute to our graduating seniors, which was pretty great. Uh, Thank you to everyone uh, who contributed their own photos and videos uh, for both of those special events.
0: Now it's time to hear that interview that you did with Mark Larson, the principal at Lincoln High, and uh, he reflects with you on the last two months and what it's been like uh, as an educator.
1: So I'm here with Mark Larson, principal at Lincoln High. And of course, when I say here, we're meeting via Zoom because that's all. Nobody does anymore right yeah just, yep. so, just to start with are you sick of zoom yet
2: <laughs> yes very much so i i w- we just got done with our um final staff meeting of the year and did that via zoom and that was um really weird um that's a tradition that usually includes a lot of tears and a lot of hugs and and high fives and um stuff and so to not have that and have to do that over zoom was was definitely a microcosm of what the last nine weeks have been so
1: yeah yeah definitely um so it's, I guess just to start off like you mentioned nine weeks and let's just go back to those those first days I guess when all this really I mean it all happened so quickly and then it was like boom the school bu- buildings were closed um yeah you remember as far as just kind of what was going through your head as all of that unfolded so quickly You know
2: I remember um I was just reflecting on this with somebody this morning um it was during spring break obviously when like I was follow- starting to follow the news and and stuff like that and I remember we were um our family was in Omaha um, we were going to go to Henry Dorley Zoo And I got a call from um, some people at district office that said I needed to be a part of a Zoom call, like, at at one o'clock. And so um, the rest of my family went into the zoo, and I stayed in the parking lot in our car and was on a Zoom call on my phone. And, like, that was the first – I think it was Thursday of that week. That was the first time where it really hit me, like, man, we're probably not going back to school for a while. Yeah.
1: Um
2: and even even in the moment I don't know if I fully like understood what that what that meant or what that was going to look like. Um
1: well things were changing so I, quickly, you know.
2: Yeah. It, but I definitely remember that moment and kind of all the thoughts that were just kind of rushing through my head of um what that was going to mean and all the work that we had to do and and um, and things like that. And so um, yeah, a lot of lot of emotions right away and then um in many ways I think as I look back on that I just we just got done with our staff meeting and I'm and I'm not a huge crier but I just got done crying because and part of that I think is because many of us have spent the last nine weeks um bottling up our emotions just because there's so much to do there's mm-hmm. been so much to do um because we've changed how we've done our 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 jobs over the last nine weeks, and like I don't think I've really given myself an opportunity to like go there emotionally until until things started to really wrap up, if that makes sense no yeah
1: definitely so yeah, I was at a um I was at an elementary school yesterday, you know they were doing the the pickup to you know where the the fifth graders were coming and picking up their stuff and that's when it kind of hit me too. You know, you see these teachers wearing masks, standing six feet away, and you know, especially yeah. in elementary, you know, they're used to hugging their, their students, and that was that that really that really hit home.
2: Yeah.
1: Um what have been um what's been some of the challenges like that first come pop into your head about this whole experience? I mean, there's probably a lot of different areas, but
2: um obviously the 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 most um most salient ones are have been just figuring out how to how to communicate how to teach um, using technology and um, and those sorts of things our staff has been um, has been amazing um, so the collaboration that I saw over the last eight or nine weeks um, in many ways I don't think would have happened if it wouldn't have had to have happened, um, but teachers coming together and sharing ideas and learning from each other um, because they had to um, was was one of the thing was one of the positive things that I hope we take away from this experience. Um, teachers learning from each other how to how to use different technologies um, and learning from each other on on how to take their content or their curriculum and and put it into an online um environment those were huge challenges but that that uh, we kind of overcame and, and worked through together and that was awesome to see um I think one of the biggest one of the biggest challenges was you know the work that the educators do is is really hard and we all know that when we get into it but the payoff or why we do the work or why we like grind through it is because every day we get to see our kids and we get to be able to see the light bulbs go off. We get to get to see our kids grow. We get to see um, smiles on their faces. And like, so I think the hardest part of this whole thing was not, not that the work was hard. We're used to the work being hard and we're, we're, we're used to having to figure, figure things out. But the hardest part is in the midst of all of that hard is that we didn't get like the the fulfillment that we're used to getting from like being with our kids and knowing that they're okay and knowing that they're growing and developing and that, that we have like uh a hand in that that's been that's been probably the hardest part
1: yeah um
0: yeah, that.
1: Um, yeah teachers always talk about that you know they live for those aha moments and haven't haven't really been able to get those. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. It's very different.
1: Um. So Lincoln High, you have a lot of students who depend on school for uh, a lot of things beyond the classroom, right? I mean, whether it's meals yep. or English language instruction or working with guidance counselors, um, that had to be a big concern of yours too, as far as just if your students were going to be okay. Not not only if they're going to be learning anything or not.
2: Yeah. Um. We know we know that, like you said, a ton of our kids come to come to school, not only, um, not only to learn, um, but they come to have their needs met. And those needs are physical needs, um, like getting fed and, and, um, and things like that, but they're also social emotional too. Um, And, and so that was um, honestly, concern number one um, for us is doing, Figuring out ways to do the best we could to um, check in on our kids. Um, we uh, we had, we had staff members who went to went to students' homes, make sure they were um, okay. Um, we connected um, about fifty kids with with internet who didn't have internet before. Um, I was running the numbers. We served over three thousand meals um, at Lincoln High in the last three weeks or nine weeks, um, most of those going to Lincoln High families. Um, We had that idea of kids coming to school or being connected to school for social emotional needs was crystallized when we were um, kind of figuring out this whole Zoom thing and what office hours were gonna look like and things like that. And one of the things that that our teachers experienced right away was, they were expecting office hours to be an opportunity for them to answer questions that kids had about learning that was happening mm-hmm. but what was really happening was kids were just tuning in not because they had questions but because they just wanted to be with their teacher and and be with each other and and so we like took that and we said let's change like what our hook is for office hours instead of like hey come to come to office hours to Um, to get help on your homework that I put on Google Classroom on Monday, Um, come to office hours because we're going to do a connection circle. Mm -hmm. Come to office hours because I want you to share a photo of your family or I want you to share a photo of your favorite memory of this school year um, or because we're going to share something, some sort of shared experience together. And I think that's the piece that um, I think many of our kids missed, missed the most is just that idea of, of community. Um, and it's just hard to be able to recreate that in many ways
1: um, virtually. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you talked a little bit about teachers collaborating and what are some other um, takeaways you, you think? I mean, as far as when you're kind of thinking about this this summer, what are some things you learned?
2: I think the other big learning um, that we had was a lot of conversations and thinking around assessment and grading. Um, so one of the big policy changes that took place based on um, these circumstances was um, that that students' third quarter grades were going to be reflected as their as their semester grades um, and so that was a big mindset shift for, for teachers in, in terms of having them think about grading, not as an accumulation of, of points or of work, but it forced teachers to think about grading in terms of um, assessing for, for learning. And so asking teachers to think about, okay, even if this kid um, had a certain grade at the end of third quarter, and didn't do well on this objective or this test in third quarter, what's another way that that kid can show proficiency um, on that same objective or same skill? Um, it really forced our teachers to think about um, their content and their curriculum and their objectives in a different way in terms of how they, how they assess. Um, and while I, while I hope that we get back to normal school as quickly as possible. One of the things that I hope we take away from this is just this idea uh, of assessment and how we've been in many ways forced to think about um, how we grade for for assessment and grade for learning differently based on these circumstances.
1: Yeah, you do wonder and you hope and you know that we have learned a lot just about education in general, you know, by being forced to, uh, forced to adapt over these last two months. So that'll be interesting. Yep. To- to see going forward, um, so you mentioned the food distribution, and um, I know you were you were at those, and you, this week you've been at um, at Lincoln High when seniors um, dropped off items and picked up their caps and gowns. And um, I know you've you said before that you've really enjoyed those experiences, just being able to see those faces.
2: Yeah, um, like I said earlier, those are the those are the interactions that um, keep me going. You know. Yeah. Um, and those are the things that, uh, I've missed the most. It's just those, um, everyday interactions that I get to have with, with kids. Um, you know, yesterday at return and retrieval, I think was the first time that I realized at this point in the year, most in a, in a normal year, I've got a pretty good idea of where most of our seniors are at in terms of graduation and have had conversations with a lot of them in terms of, Hey, what are your plans for next year? Um, and so to see so many of them this week and, and realize that like, I haven't talked to the many of these kids in like nine weeks because I'm not, I'm not a teacher. I don't have regular office hours or I'm not regularly connecting with quote unquote my kids. And so to be able to see all of them, this week and have those conversations about, Hey, how you doing? What are you, what are your plans next year? Um, That kind of thing. And, and being able to reflect back on who they were kind of as, as, as freshmen um, that's been, that's been really fun this week and I think a necessary um, emotional piece in terms of just closure um, for me selfishly, um, but also for our kids.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, okay. So as the school year is winding up and, we've just been through this, this crazy time and, uh, we're heading into a odd summer too. Um, yeah. what do you, what do you want to, like, if you had to say one final thing, uh, to your students and, and your families, but, uh, what would you say to them if you could? Um,
2: that I miss them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, we care about them. um, and that we're going to do everything we can, um, everything in our power, to make uh, next year the best that it can be under the circumstances, um, whatever whatever those are, whatever the information we we have at the time. Um, and we are looking forward to um, and already starting to plan for and think about what twenty twenty one is going to be. Um, and I guess. You know one of the things that we that we've kind of talked about is one of our one of our core values is is unity and we talk about that's one of our that's one of our links and so i would one of the messages that i've just been trying to make clear to our students and staff is is we've got to get through this um together um that we're part of something bigger than ourselves and so um we all have a part to play in in um making this making this thing go away um and and so we all need to play our part and and um but we also need to care for each other uh care for our neighbor care for our community um and but are really looking forward to
1: um being together again hopefully soon yeah definitely uh, and one final question are you going to um keep your quarantine beard <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know. Um, the verdict,
2: the the verdict is still out. Um, the, but the most important vote is that, um, my wife approves as of right now. So, uh, for right now it's going to stay, but, um, I guess, uh, we'll have to see if, if the beard is still there on August 12th when school starts. So.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Thanks, Mark. Yep. Thank you, Jason. Take care. I always love talking to uh, Mark Brian, but that was that was really nice. Um, even if even if it was over Zoom, um, yeah. Just a few things I really like at the beginning when he talked about that final staff meeting and how traditionally you know it's filled with with hugs and high fives and um, you know and how he just he'd been blocking you know. Just getting through the last two months, but then after that, how the emotions really hit him, like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is yeah, this is hard for everybody.
0: It's hard for students. It's hard for teachers. It's hard for administrators. Um, certainly, uh, as you talked about thoroughly with him, not just uh, regarding the education and the learning and the academics, uh, but all of the personal connections that happen in a building. And those things don't just stop. Uh, you have to find ways to keep them going and to stay connected with students' lives.
1: Yeah, and it was, you know, as I mentioned too, I, I saw him a couple times though, at, you know, when they, the food distribution at Lincoln High and then uh, last week when seniors and 8th and, and, um, graders and 5th graders from across the district were going to schools and picking up things. And um, when I saw him at Lincoln High, um, you know, he, he was saying how by this time of year um, he has a pretty good grasp on pretty much every senior in his school as far as where they are like if they're on track to graduate uh, you know what their what their plans are for next fall so he said you know a lot of it was checking in with them now you know through a car window like hey (laughs) what are your plans for next year and um, so I I think that's that would be tough too so
0: well thank you Jason uh, for that interview Everybody, if there's anything that you've heard today that you'd like to learn more about, there's links to everything on our podcast page at lps.org podcast. And if you'd like to subscribe and get notified each week when we push up a new episode, you can find us on your favorite podcast service, and links to those are also at lps.org podcast. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us here at Stories from Lincoln Public Schools.